I, I'm reminded of a passage from A Feast for Crows, the fourth mm-hmm. Game of Thrones book, where it's a chapter where I think it's from the point of view of Sansa. She's in the Eyrie, and Littlefinger is getting news from King's Landing because Cersei has been in charge for a short period of time. Right. And I think he says something like, I always knew that Cersei would beggar the kingdom and destroy herself, but I never quite thought it would happen so quickly. <laughs> and that's what watching this is, is I think that a guy like Elon Musk can buy himself the reputation of being a futurist and a genius and a technological maverick and somebody who is a business guru. And you can only go so far with that because if you control what is largely a pretty small company. And even if you're a micromanaging asshole, which he is, and God knows his companies are just riddled with all sorts of scandals from like systemic racism to uh, sex scandals and him being a fucking creep and exposing himself allegedly to a woman (laughs) on a plane and then offering to buy her a horse. Um, (laughs) This stuff with him killing uh, monkeys dying in agony because they had stuff glued to their brains for his Neuralink. His program, I mean, him accusing a... Um, this is starting to sound like a Bond villain here. He is. He is kind of a... <laughs> he's not even a good Bond villain. I mean, like the Bond villain who... Even though Elon Musk is a great name for a Bond villain, though I would say Elizabeth Holmes Theranos is a better <laughs> Bond Theranos. company that you would run, the evil Theranos Corporation. Because um, it's so close to Thanatos. It is. But um, Elon Musk has a very... He's kind of like a Bond villain that you defeat in the pre-credit sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a a mini boss. He is. I mean, that's the thing is I look at his stewardship of of Twitter, him completely taking over and turning it into his own thing. And I just go, wow, if I was his arch enemy and I wanted to destroy him and discredit him as like an incompetent boob, I could never do to him anything close to matching what he did to himself it, within the course of two weeks. It doesn't. So uh, some of these things don't track. And I, I feel like it could be like the, like the George W. Bush thing. So there's so, so many things I end up having because of this, my political awakening happening, happened during post nine 11 and during the George W. Bush administration. And it is clear if you were to like watch that guy ad lib and, talk not in an interview or not with the you know not with a teleprompter that like he's just he's not he wasn't the most clever person in the world but politicians don't need to be incredibly smart they just need to have incredibly smart people around them to help sort of push them in the directions that make make them have decisions that like ronald reagan they're actors like like legitimate yeah and i can i can only imagine that yes elon musk is Clearly has some skill involved with software engineering, which is why he became successful early on at Dad's Money, I guess. It's, it's um, all. It's, by the but, way, his dad owned an emerald mine right. in in apartheid South Africa. Right, of course. It's, uh, is there any more evil coding you can give, except for <laughs> like munitions or something? Yes. But then I, I really think that like once you have something as huge as SpaceX or whatever, you just have inc- you just find and pay incredibly smart people a lot of money, and they cover the fact that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. If you like this and want to hear more, the full episode is available on our Patreon feed. Support us for as little as $1 a month and get exclusive access to this and dozens of more episodes. Just visit patreon.com slash radio versus the Martians.